welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Each week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for being with us. And those listening on the podcast, we're glad you're tuning in on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. When we first started this project back in 2017, one of the things we wanted to do was encourage our listeners with inspirational business stories from right here in the Mountain State. I get to see so many amazing things, really, happening in West Virginia business every day that a lot of people never hear about. My team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our great state. And we just want to encourage people to stay here and build amazing companies right here in West Virginia. All of of our guests are people who are actually getting that done day in and day out. And I'm convinced we can learn a lot from their experiences and their stories. This week, we're going to visit with John Funkhauser, partner at Funkhauser & Smith PLLC in Fairmont, West Virginia. John, thanks for being on the show today, man. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. I'm glad to have you, and I'm excited to learn your story. John R. Funkhauser is one of the founding partners of Funkhauser & Smith, PLLC. John has been practicing law for just over nine years. In 2019, just last year, John and his founding partner, Ashley Joseph Smith, started their firm, which handles a wide range of uh, legal matters, including family law, real estate transactions, estate planning, municipal law, guardian ad litem work, estate administration, and civil litigation as well. I invited John on the show today to talk about his law firm, to share his story, and to give our audience some valuable insight into the law practice he's leading here in West Virginia. John, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that very brief intro that I gave, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your law firm. Sure. So, we have four attorneys now. Actually, our fourth attorney just started this morning, so right. we're still growing. That's uh, awesome. We have, yeah, we have eight employees. We started out with three, uh, myself, the founding partner, and one other uh, secretary who's now our office manager. So we're, we're growing exponentially, uh, which is good. Um, we're having to expand our office space here at the Huntington Bank building on Adams Street. Um, so things are, things are going very well. Uh, we continue to grow our client base. And slowly but surely, word of mouth has gotten out that uh, I think we're building a pretty good reputation as a law firm. So, um, you know, right now things are going very, very well. Yeah, absolutely. When you were uh, recommended to have on the show, I jumped at the chance to, to get to know you a little bit on the on the interview here and, and to share your story. I, I just I'm curious, how did you get into the business of law, becoming a lawyer, studying law? Uh, t- take us back to those days and what kind of drew you into the law practice? So it actually goes back to uh, I was probably eight or nine years old. My father and I would watch some of the old legal shows, and I kind of uh, got into it that way. I think he, he actually ended up being a high school teacher, uh, but he had always indicated that if he wasn't if he had had to do it over again, that he might go to law school. 
because um, hmm. we really, really enjoyed watching those shows. And so that's kind of where it started. And then I just sort of navigated through high school and college uh, in that direction. I studied political science at WVU, um, and I took, picked up a second major in English and then uh, went to law school right after WVU out the University of Dayton School of Law in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. And uh, came back to West Virginia um, under knowing that the, the opportunities were maybe not as as uh, as many as there would be in Ohio, but I'm from West Virginia and my wife was is from Fairmont, and so we wanted to come back to West Virginia and uh, practice law there. So I started out with a solo practitioner, a guy named Patrick Roche in Fairmont, and worked hmm. there for a little over a year, and then moved on to a a, a longstanding firm here in Fairmont, uh, Tharp, Leota, and Yoakum. Um, the founding partner of, of Tharp, Leota, and Yoakum is a, a gentleman by the name of Scott Tharp, who actually uh, is retiring this year, but he hung his shingle in 1959. Wow. And so, yeah, so he was, um, at one point, I think the oldest uh, practicing attorney in the state of West Virginia, so certainly learned a lot from him. And uh, after uh, about six years at Tharp Lady Oakham, uh, Ashley Smith and I decided to go on our own and um, kind of do our own thing. So we were uh, obviously a little nervous about it at first, but we we decided to take the leap and, and everything's worked out very well for us. I love it, John. And that's, you know, you you exemplify exactly what I'm talking about when I say we're trying to keep our young people here in West Virginia. You know, it, it's one thing to, to leave, maybe learn a little bit and then come back. But starting a business just like you did with your partner is incredible. I love that story. I want to I want to ask you, you know, speaking of your practice now, Funkhauser and Smith, you guys started last year, 2019. What's your 32nd pitch? If you could tell people what it is you do in 30 seconds, what would it be? Well, we handle, uh, as I said in the in the introduction, a, a vast array of legal uh, matters, quite honestly. I, I practice probably more so in real estate transactions and estate planning. Uh, my partner does more uh, family law. I do general civil litigation. Mm. Uh, but really, um, we can handle just about any type of legal matter that you throw in our direction. And our goal is to try and work with our clients closely to try and achieve what, you know, what their objectives are. Sure. Um, even if that means using creative measures to do that. Uh, but you know, that our goal is to have a strong communication with our clients and, and achieve their goals, um, and, and work with them closely <laughs> in doing that. So. Absolutely. What's the thing you're most excited about for your practice right now? Well, we just continue to grow uh, and grow our client base. And so right now we're just, we're, we're expanding. Um, we're a little leery about expanding too, too much because Fairmont, uh, unlike Clarksburg and Morgantown, you don't really see huge law firms in, in the city of Fairmont. So um, we're expanding, but we're, we're at four attorneys now. Um, really five or six is about as far as anyone has gone recently uh, as far as law firms are concerned. So, um, but you know, right now, like I said, we're, we're just, we're excited to continue to grow and working on managing our growth and uh, continuing to um, just basically put our roots down here in North central West Virginia. Yeah. John, what's, what's the geographic market that you serve? In other words, where do your customers, your, your clients, where are they coming from? Well, we have primarily Marion County, but we do have clients from Montegallia, Preston, uh, Taylor, Barber, Harrison. Uh, we have considered expanding into Doddridge County. I think we're going to make that move as well. 
So really all the neighboring counties from Marion County. Yeah, very cool. What, um, you know, obviously you're a, you're a fledgling company, a law practice, right? A year old or so. What's, what would you say is the best moment you've had so far in your practice? I think probably the, the first day that we walked in uh, to, the, to the office here, and I think seeing, sort of seeing our name put up on the door <laughs> was really sort of a surreal moment. Um, you know, I still, that first day, I know there were times when I still felt like I needed to walk down the hall and ask somebody for permission to purchase a ream of paper or, or you know, whatever we needed expense-wise. And it's, you know, hitting that realization that, no, no, wait a minute, I'm, now I'm in charge. I'm the boss. Yeah. And, you know, I get to make those decisions now and, and decide how we want to uh, shape our business. Uh, I think that first moment of walking in and, and really probably even getting that first phone call on our new, our brand new phone line uh, was probably <laughs> the moment that I'll, that I'll remember forever. Yeah. So, uh, so how does one go about starting a law practice? I mean, in other words, you put your name on the door and, you know, hope that the phone rings. Is that how it works? Or t- take us, share a little insight on, on how that all gets started. Well, you, you know, you register with the secretary of state's office, sure. uh, much like you do any other business. And um, you register with the bar association down in Charleston, uh, the state bar. And um, basically at that point, yeah, you're, I mean, you're looking for office space, um, which we were fortunate to find some here on, uh, and like I said, in the Huntington Bank building here on Adams Street. And, you know, at that point, you buy insurance on everything that doesn't, that's, you know, that's in your office and everything that's movable and immovable and insurance on anything you can possibly think of. Um, and then other than that, really just set up, set up some emails, set up some contact, um, you know, uh, measurements of contact as far as phone calls and, things like that. And, uh, really that's it. And other than that, I mean, we had, you know, Ashley and I both had several clients that we brought with us from our old law firms. And then we also get court appointments and stuff like that as well. So the, the really, I guess we probably don't go through the same concerns, at least to that extent that, that brand new businesses go through because we really already had business in the door. Yeah. Um, when we, when we hung our shingles. Yeah, so I got it. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. It sounds like, uh, you guys hit the, hit the ground running from the moment, uh, the moment you started. What's your, uh, what's your worst business moment in this practice so far? Take us to that place of your worst experience and share that story. Well, I, I don't know that I could even pinpoint a, a negative experience aside from just early on. There are some financial struggles, you know, you're always, kind of trying to tighten your belt and, you know, and especially early on in a law firm, there are times when as partners, you know, we, we didn't get paid. Yeah. Um, and so having to go without uh, an income for a couple months was difficult. Sure. Fortunately for Aston and I both, we both have spouses that, uh, that work both very hard and could kind of carry us <laughs> for a couple months mm-hmm. until we were able to get enough money in to, to cut ourselves some salaries. But I'd say the worst moment is, probably just the first, you know, time that you realize that you're not, you're not going to make a paycheck. And, you know, it's just, that's just one of the risks of the business itself. Yeah. I think you point out a great, great, uh, (laughs) 
whether it's a, a, a misconception or a, a, a myth or whatever, but, you know, a lot of times we talk about, you know, the minimum wage, right? And these, uh, in, if you're an entrepreneur, there's days where you go days without making a wage, you know? Yeah, there's other days when you make $500 an hour, right? But, but, but there's days where you go for, you know, you work a whole day and don't make a penny. So I, I, I love yep. that. And I like the fact that you, uh, you really um, shined a light on that. I think that's good information to hear for, for especially aspiring entrepreneurs. You know, the real world is out there. Uh, you got to take some risks. Sometimes you don't get paid. Right, and that's that's kind of a nice uh, nice reminder, even though that's a, a very difficult thing to go through. Uh, it, it, John, if you could, you know, sum up that experience of uh, you know, kind of those early days and and going without work or you know without being paid, take us uh, tell us your you know one takeaway from that experience, if you would. Well, I think just all you can do is you know focus on the work. Yeah. Uh, you know, we always we knew that if if we were, we just continue to work hard mm. and put in the hours that at some point that the dam was going to break for us and we were going to, we, we were going to start seeing money coming in. And once we start, you know, once we got money in, um, you know, we were able to pay ourselves and we were able to uh, purchase more amenities for the office and things like that. So it's just, to me, it's just the keeping that focus on, on the work itself, mm. but also, you know, you still have to enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, you know, sure. it's easy, I think, to lose that enjoyment of it. And, 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 you know, at the end of the day, you still have to enjoy the work. Even if you're going through sort of a financially stressful time, we still showed up. We were still excited to come to work and practice law and help people and do all of those things. And I think that's what you have to focus on in those situations is you just have to focus on the work hmm. and, and think about the fact that, you know, you continue to work hard, that good things are going to happen. Absolutely. I love that. And, you know, just listening to you convey that, that takeaway, my, you know, I'm reminded that, you know, one of the things I say around here a lot is, you know, assess what we have, our talents, our, our uh, tools that we have, the, you know, maybe some some programs or software we have and, and help people use what you have and help people. And that's sounds like what you're saying in a nutshell, right? And, oh, yeah. uh, and just work hard and work your tail off and you're going to be successful. And I, and I love that. So I think it's great advice. Uh, John, I want to take a second just to mention some of the sponsors we have for Positively West Virginia to make this show possible. And they are insurance centers, the state journal, wvnews.com and interaction media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today, once again, is John Funkhauser. John is one of the partners of Funkhauser and Smith. They're based in Fairmont, West Virginia. John, I want to get right back to it. What is the vision? You kind of talked a little bit about the size of the firm you want to be. What's the vision you have for Funkhauser and Smith PLLC long term? Well, you know, I think we just we want to continue to be a diverse firm, a firm that can handle, uh, you know, a, a number of legal issues. Um, I, I really enjoy doing a lot of real estate closings. Uh, my partner enjoys doing family law cases. And so we just want to continue to expand our practices into those areas uh, and sort of be widely recognized as, as exemplary attorneys in those areas. Yeah. Um, our, our new folks are slowly learning what they enjoy doing. Mm. And then once they, once they figure out what they want to do, you know, which type of area they, they enjoy the most, then we'll continue to expand their practice in those directions as well. But, you know, we would love to continue to 
represent all the neighboring counties. Um, I know that I'd mentioned that we've done some stuff in Preston County, but we haven't done very much. Mm-hmm. So we're looking to expand into Preston County a little more, uh, and of course, Montague County. Um, but just continue to represent folks in north central West Virginia uh, or even further out than that. We've, we've been as far as Braxton County. Um, but just continue to represent those folks and help people out. And, you know, there are a lot of legal issues in this area, legal matters and, and things that, that folks need help with, you yeah. know, and, and that's what, uh, I think that's probably the most rewarding part of the job is just being able to help, help folks Absolutely. Uh, with those issues. Well, you bring up a good point, you know, when you're trying to build a company, um, you know, you got to have new customers, right? New clients in, in a law firm. How how do you attract new clients to your to your firm? Well, we have a, a little bit of a social media presence. Uh, we do have a Facebook page that uh, gets a fair amount of traffic. Of course, we have a website. We've got our uh, phone number in the phone book, um, which actually surprisingly still gets uh, a pretty large response. Uh, it's kind of surprising that that folks still do use the phone book, but they do. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and so sure. when you're looking for an attorney, uh, uh, you know, the folks that don't get on and just Google, Google attorneys in Fairmont, um, they're going to go to the phone book. Mm. So we still, uh, we advertise in the phone book. We, we haven't really ventured into doing maybe a billboard or commercials because we really haven't had to at this point. We're already sort of inundated with work. Yeah. So, um, but that's awesome. really it. Other than that, we get a lot of word of mouth referrals, um, you know, we have a lot of referrals from other attorneys here in town that don't necessarily work in a real estate field or family law. And so we get referrals that way. Yeah. So that's, those are primarily our sources of, of new business. Absolutely. So John, you know, obviously, you know, starting a law practice, uh, you kind of gave us some behind the scenes looks at, uh, how you actually do that and step out and to owning your own practice and your own firm. What's one piece of advice you would give to young business owners that are starting out, uh, maybe thinking about uh, an entrepreneurial venture that, you know, w- that you've learned? What would be a piece of advice you would give those folks as they're thinking about starting their own company or their own practice, uh, professional practice in West Virginia? Well, I think the first thing is just make sure, and I touched on this earlier, but just make sure that you enjoy the work. You know, I, I, somebody once said that if you enjoy what you're, you know, what you're doing at your at your job, that you never work a day in your life. Yeah. So, it, you know, I think it's important to really love what you're doing and continue to challenge yourself every day, uh, but also to have a very strong financial structure and have an understanding of how all of the finances were going to work. Uh, what we did was we reached out to an accounting firm at first mm. and made sure that all of the all of our I's were dotted and T's were crossed. And because uh, lawyers are notoriously terrible with money. So we wanted to make sure that, that the accounts were taking care of the money and we weren't uh, we weren't dealing with the money. So, um, you know, just make sure you have a good financial structure. And then we also had folks that we could reach out to for different different questions. So building really building rapport with folks in the community um, is also very helpful. And I say, join the chamber of commerce. Yeah. That's, those are all great words of wisdom, really. I mean, I, I think about, you know, almost having that mentor network. I always say, you know, one of the keys to having 
a successful business is having a great accounting firm or a great accountant, a CPA, having a great lawyer that can give you some legal advice when you need it. And then just have that, you know, that board of trusted advisors, I call it, you know, where you have some of your key people around you that uh, not only believe in you, uh, but you've, you have mutual respect, you know, I think that's, right. uh, I think it's an important thing. And, and I totally agree with what you're saying right there. What's, yeah. Um, and the only thing yeah, I would ahead. add, yeah. I, and I, no, yeah, the only, the only thing, I, the only thing I would add is networking. Yeah. I probably should have mentioned that too. Um, and I did say, you know, join the chamber of commerce and I'll help with that, but yeah. really networking also, yeah. I mean, really anytime you have an opportunity to get out and meet other business owners or get out in the community and really get your name or your business out there, you should take advantage of that. Absolutely. I agree with that 100% as well. It's it's difficult right now, right? The last eight, nine months have been difficult to uh, to get in person and network, but uh, but there's other ways around that as well, you know, and uh, having that network so that when you do have a, you know, a pandemic hit that you have people that you can lean on and, and use for referrals and uh, recommendations and those kinds of things too. I think that's uh, spot on. Great advice. What's uh, what's one resource that you use in your law practice that you just can't live without? Maybe it's a piece of software or something like that. We use a a program, uh, Microsoft or not Microsoft. I'm sorry, WordPerfect. Uh, you, most people use Microsoft Word, but yeah. we actually use WordPerfect. And it, law firms, again, are 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 infamous for using old technology. And I and I I always tease my office manager because she loves loves WordPerfect. And I I I grew up, of course, learning Microsoft Word. Yeah. Uh, but we use WordPerfect for for all of our all of our documents. That's um, cool. We also use Google Suite, uh, and G Suite has been um, vital for us to be able to do all of our scheduling. Um, uh, you know, we, we run all of our emails through that, but uh, Google Suite has made it a lot easier for us to keep track of all those different types of things. Yeah, that's very cool. I appreciate you sharing that with, with, our, yeah. uh, with our audience for sure. What's one book or even a podcast that you would recommend for aspiring business owners or entrepreneurs? Well, I can tailor that to attorneys. I, yeah. I, 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 did, I have a book about uh, getting and keeping good clients. And I think that's actually the name of it. I don't have it right here with me, but, um, it's a book that tells you really how to tailor your law practice to bring in the types of good clients that you want and sort of weed out the clients that you don't want. And that's the one book that I, uh, that I read that I try and utilize every day if I can. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's excellent. I appreciate you the sharing uh, sharing that with us. Is that by a, a fellow by the name of, uh, let's see here, Jay Foonberg? Yes. <laughs> well, the reason I ask that is we have a, a resource section on positivelywv.com where we've listed every single book recommendation, and we've done around 200 interviews just like this uh, over since 2019, and. We always list those books on there. We'll make sure that uh, folks can can do it and uh, look at that and read read about that book and actually order it from Amazon right there on the on yep. the uh, website. So that's that's pretty cool. And I appreciate you sharing that with us, John. Um, you know, we've obviously we've ca- covered a lot in this interview. Is there anything else you think our listeners should know about your story? Uh, you know, how you became a lawyer, or you know, the, the things that you've learned in in business so far. Well, I just. Like I said, I, I know that especially young folks, and, and you, you touched on it too, that young folks believe that they need to 
that there's not a lot of opportunity in West Virginia. Yeah. And you, you hear all the time about how the state continues to shrink and we lose some of our, our, our best folks every year because there are just not a lot of opportunities there. But, you know, uh, you can make those opportunities. There, there is still plenty of business here in West Virginia to be done. And, you know, you have to, it, to me, you have to love where you're living. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, my wife and I both love it here in the state of West Virginia. We both grew up here and we want to continue to support the economy here. And, and we're, of course, we're, we're raising a family here. We just had our first child a couple months ago. Yay. So All right. She's gonna, yeah. So she's going to be, and I told her she could go to any college she wanted to, as long as it was in Morgantown. So <laughs> she has plenty of options. That's great. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, um, but you know, it's just, I, folks are just, I think just kind of giving up on, on West Virginia and, and I know that we can certainly make some changes down in Charleston, as far as the legislature is concerned, trying to get some of the, um, you know, trying to get some internet accessibility around the state and complete, you know, improve the infrastructure and things like that. But Mm -hmm. I would just, you know, encourage young folks to, to really give West Virginia a second look before you decide you need to head off to another state. And from somebody who's lived in Ohio, West Virginia is way better than Ohio. So, <laughs> Love it. At least well, in my experience. Well, well, John, like I said, you know, you are the embodiment of that. You you went went away, you went to school and came back and you started this practice. And now you're building you're building a, a law practice, building a company and having employees. And, and I think that's tremendous. And that's really what what we're trying to do out with this show, with our mission, this passion project of ours that we started back in – you know, shoot, uh, 2017. I mean, it's it's been kind of a wild ride that we've been doing, and we and every single time I talk to somebody like you, I'm just encouraged, and I it pushes me to want to do this show even more because that's exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to and you know inspire and equip people, young people especially, but but it doesn't matter how old you are. Get out there, find something you love, something you're passionate about. Use the talents that have been ordained in you by God. Utilize those talents and help people and do it right here in our state. We have such an amazing, beautiful place to live. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I just I, I think that's that's a very powerful message that we're trying to help get out there. And you you're the embodiment of that, honestly. And, and I love what you're doing. I've never met you, but I think your story is awesome. And, I, and I'm really encouraged by by what you're doing. I am kind of curious. Um, one thing that I, just listening to you talk there, <clears throat> I didn't ask you about. Which is, you know, uh, you know, you started your business last year, and then now you've gone through this pandemic. How how have you guys been doing getting through this situation right now? It really hasn't changed a whole lot for us. We, um, you know, we did take a few days off at the very beginning, and then what we did was we shut down our office to outside visitors at the yeah. very beginning, at yeah. the outset of the pandemic, yeah. but. You know, most of our, a lot of our, our legal practice is still done um, through email and over the phone and things like that. So, you know, we were able, we were fortunate that we didn't, you know, we didn't suffer the way that retail businesses suffered and restaurants and, and those things. Uh, we still had clients coming in and we still had folks that needed things done for them. And um, so there really hasn't been a huge, huge adjustment aside from maybe just wearing a mask everywhere you go now, including courtrooms. Yeah. So, but you know, yeah, for us, it wasn't it wasn't as big an adjustment as it was for a lot of other businesses. Yeah, there's a lot of folks out there hurting, and we know that uh, here we are on November 16th, 2020, and we're kind of into that uh, 
you know, a lot of a lot of counties are, are seeing an uptick in cases of COVID-19. And we just got to remind people to, to, to be diligent, to, to be uh, vigilant in your uh, safety measures and just, you know, continue to be safe out there. And uh, I, I, I appreciate you sharing that last bit of insight as well. I think it's really cool. John, uh, it, as we close out here our time, how can our listeners learn more about your law practice, uh, Funkhauser and Smith, and maybe even get in contact with you? What's the best way for them to do that? Sure. We are. We have a website, uh, com, and the and is written out as A-N-D. Uh, it's not an ampersand, so mm-hmm. it's Funkhauser, A-N-D, Smith.com. That'll give you sort of an idea of, of the types of areas that we practice. Uh, the best way to get a hold of us is, is phone. Our, our phone number is 681-758-4058. Mm. And, of course, we all have emails through the website, but those are listed. Uh, but, for example, my email is john, J-O-H-N, at com. Awesome. Yeah, we'll make sure we have links to all that uh, in the show notes section of the website so folks can just click and check you guys out. Um, John, I, I just uh, once again say, you know, it's a real honor to have you on the podcast. I think what you're doing is amazing, you and your partner, and I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work, man. Well, I appreciate it, and I, and I appreciate what you're doing, too. I, I'm, I'm hoping that this will make a difference you know, for some folks and we can continue to keep some businesses here in the state of West Virginia. Yeah, I agree, man. Well, thanks again, John. I I appreciate you. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like John Funkhauser with his company, Funkhauser & Smith in Fairmont, West Virginia. Our hope is that we in some way equipped you and inspired you with his business story. If you or someone you know would like uh, or would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate your feedback, your reviews, your comments on our Facebook page and all, all of our social media channels. And we encourage you to share these stories wherever you can as well on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram. And uh, also, I want to remind everybody to to be sure to check out our weekly show, which is called The Small Business Mastermind, which is the Positively West Virginia Small Business Mastermind, every Friday from 11 to noon, where we bring a panel of business experts from around the state each week to help small business leaders win. So check that out this, uh, this Friday. We had a great show last week. We had... Shelly Moore Capito talking about the latest developments uh, in Congress uh, and Senate uh, at the federal level on impact on small businesses. And I want to also remind you that Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Just recently got that accreditation and uh, you can learn more about our mission of advancing small businesses and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, Until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia. 